This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Friday, February 2nd, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. The Economic Development Organization for West Central Indiana is using a $10 million allocation to continue its effort to increase housing development in the region. Thrive West Central launched a pilot for its Homes for the Future initiative last year, which has led to the construction of about 150 new homes to date. CEO Ryan Keller said the success of the pilot led to the Vigo County Council and the Terre Haute City Council to approve $10 million in American Rescue Plan Act funds to support the program over the next five years. We look at what the market potential is for all of those products and all of those price points, and then we get everybody starting to kind of have the intentional conversations to work together to say, okay, how do we build these this set of products and this price point, you know, and these locations. Keller said the goal for the expanded program is to build approximately 4,500 housing units over the five-year period. The board of directors for One Southern Indiana has selected Lance Allison as the organization's next president and CEO. Allison currently serves as director of business development for Bacon Farmer Workman Engineering and Testing Incorporated in Paducah, Kentucky. One SI is the Chamber of Commerce and Economic Development Organization for Clark and Floyd Counties. Allison will begin in his new role in mid-March. He succeeds Wendy Dantchesser, who stepped down last year after 10 years in the role to become director of corporate strategy and external affairs at the River Ridge Development Authority in Jeffersonville. A subsidiary of Wabash-based family services not-for-profit, Josiah White's, is set to close its doors. Compass Rose Academy, which provides services for teen girls and families in crisis, said Thursday it will halt all programming and services due to financial struggles. The academy was founded in 2012 and has served 233 girls and families since that time. However, the organization said over the past 11 years, it has sustained major financial loss and revenue can no longer sustain its efforts. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Looking for a great way to tip off the 2024 NBA All-Star Weekend in Indy? I'm Gary Dick, inviting you to join business and community leaders from throughout the state at the Economic Club of Indiana Luncheon, sponsored by IBJ Media. It's February 15th at noon at the Indiana Convention Center. I'll be interviewing NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, giving you an inside look at the league and all things All-Star Weekend. Reserve your ticket or table for right now at economicclubofindiana.com. The Indiana Senate on Thursday approved a bill forcing the state's economic development entity to disclose large land buys. It was a slap on the wrist for the Indiana Economic Development Corporation, whose land, water, and incentive plans have generated increasing skepticism and scrutiny. IIB's Alex Brown has more. Senate Bill 295 would require the IEDC to tell counties or municipalities about acquisitions of more than 100 acres at least 30 days before those purchases close. The bill, authored by Republican Senator Brian Buchanan of Lebanon, would additionally add two lawmakers to the IEDC's board as non-voting advisory members. The IEDC, a quasi-public agency, has snapped up thousands of acres of land in Boone County for the LEAP Innovation and Research District in Lebanon, but its secretive buying approach 
approach and high per acre payments brought about backlash from some. The entities plan to pipe 100 million gallons of water daily 35 miles from the Wabash Alluvial Aquifer in Tippecanoe County to the district sparked yet more uproar from those worried about that area's water supply. In recent State Affairs Indiana reporting revealed a significant proportion of capital investment projects involving tax credits didn't meet investment targets, but some companies still received the full tax credit amount. Senators passed the legislation in a 44-5 to vote, with some Democrats voting against it in protest. The bill now goes to the House, where it will restart the three-part chamber legislative process. Alex Brown, Inside Indiana Business, Radio. The shareholders of an Indianapolis-based blank check company started by former IndyCar driver Michael Andretti are set to vote February 13th on the company's previously announced merger with Boston-based artificial intelligence startup Zapata AI. The deal would merge Zapata with Andretti Acquisition Corporation, a special-purpose acquisition company that was launched in 2002. Assuming the Andretti Acquisition Corporation's shareholders approve the merger, the deal is expected to close shortly after the vote, and shares of the combined company will begin trading on the New York Stock Exchange under new ticketer symbol ZPTA. After unionizing in September, the bus drivers transporting Gary Public School students have voted to ratify their first supplemental agreement, resulting in new wage increases and seniority rights. The supplemental agreement spans three years and touches on immediate wage increases, vision coverage, seniority for overtime, and charters and hourly guarantees. The 66 workers at First Student were represented by Northwest Indiana's Teamsters Local 142 and were organized initially by Chicago's Local 777. The Northwest Indiana city of Whiting is being inducted into White Castle's Cravers Hall of Fame, marking the first time an entire city has received the honor. The fast food chain established the Hall of Fame in 2001 to, quote, recognize its most zealous fans. This year also includes an 85-year-old man from Columbus. The induction comes about six months after the city of Whiting opened a modernized White Castle restaurant on the site of a previous White Castle that stood for 88 years before being demolished last March. Hard Truth Distilling Company co-founder Jeff McCabe is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, radio on demand.